Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Roasting on an open fire, crispy sacks of crispy ways. Nothing beats my meat like my feet. Oh, on this carissa miss a day. We got the episode 51. Coming from Gork, gonna have some fun. Gonna get you something. Dum dum dum. What's gonna go to a dum dum dum? What's gonna call someone I hear? Gonna call someone to me so dear. We're gonna call voice. That's what we do. We're gonna show him the Christmas spirit too. Ba doop ba doop boopy deep ba ba doop boop. Void. 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 Pick up that phone. Your call has been forwarded to oh, an automated voice. Oh, he's asleep. Gonna call. John Papanito! Hello, this is John Papanito. Hey, John Papanito, how's it going? He's okay, he's a John Papanito today. Oh, yeah. Guess what uh, happened? I called the void. He didn't answer again, surprisingly. That sounds like a void, you know. How's a, how's a gawk? Gawk do pretty good right now. You do pretty good, a gawk? Yeah, I am. Even though we're recording in the morning, according to John Papanito's buddy, Void. It's not John Papanito's buddy, he's your buddy, buddy. 
Yeah. But he wanted to record this time and he didn't pick up, so... He lied to you. Uh, yeah, he uh, played a... He played a joke. He played a silly joke. Yeah. On you. He probably... Are you gotta take that or you gotta cut him. John Papa Nito, no. The only way you deal with a guy like that, you cut him and then he stop doing stuff like that. Huh. Like a paper cut? Oh, you know, you gotta cut him with something more than paper. Whoa. You gotta use something like a maninji. Whoa, maninji cut. Maninji cut, that's the most dangerous cut of all. I don't know, my maninjis are pretty soft. That's why it's a dangerous. It's like, you know, killing somebody with a spoon. It's a very painful. What kind of spoon you use? You know, a round one. It depends. If it's a fatty, sometimes you gotta use like a ladle. Oh yeah, you could get a good scoop with that one. Oh yeah, because it's a big fatty, you gotta use a bigger spoon, you know. You take it too long if you use a little spoon. You yeah. Know, if it's a little, yeah. Don't try to use a beta spoon, you gotta use a metal spoon. You use a beta spoon, it's just a break, because it's a plastic. Well, how about the big wooden one? Yeah, you could use that, but then you're not really gonna use a spoon to kill them because it'll break, and then it's just you're gonna poke them with a pokey stick. Yeah. Did Jesus roll. Yeah. The best thing to do is get a one person and a practice with the different types of spoons until you figure out which one you like the best, and that's the one you will stick with. Oh, good idea. Let me go call for you. Yeah. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. That's a bastard. No, I'm gonna use five spoons on him. Yeah. Then cut his face with my meninges. Hello? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. You got a real quiet. Oh, I say I cut his face with my meninges. Oh, that's a mean. What? He's the one making us record at this time, but not to do anything to uh, pick up the phone. Maybe he's uh, still sleeping. He's probably playing with himself right now. He That's pro probably true. I think he he uses the drummer from his scapegoat to lick his butt. That's a nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, drummers are good at licking the butts. What? Drummers are good at leaking a butt. Oh yeah, you know from experience? Well, I was told this. Whoa. Is this in a, in a band book? Maybe. Whoa. So, have you ever heard of this dude named uh, Avacina? Princess Azina? No, 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 not the warrior princess. Avicenna. 
Have I seen in my baseball? Um, no, I have not seen your baseball. But, but I have oh. a seen. I have a seen. I have a seen. Oh. Oh. Yeah, let me look here. See if that's how you're supposed to pronounce the name. I'm under an Asian invasion. Asian invasion? Yeah, they just are coming down the stairs and then they take my cheese balls. Really? Oh, they just—they just took more cheese balls. They keep coming back and take a take a cheese balls. Do you? Asian cheese ball thief. Yeah. Do you store a lot of rye in your basement? Oh, this and that. No, I just eat the cheese balls. Oh, this and that. Avisana. Oh, this and that. Avisana. Oh, this and that. Avisana. Avazina. Avisana. Eviscerate the humans. What? Avasina. Avisana. A V I C E N N A. Whoa. Yeah, anywho, this sapien of the homo that has the title Avisana is fully titled. Get ready, okay? You got to strap on your belt. What is that sound? It's a meat eating a cheese ball. Oh. Yeah, you're... You done? Uh, John Papa Nito, he had never done eating a cheese ball. I thought the Asians uh, took your cheese balls. No, they just took a few, not all of them. Okay. The fourth title of Evesena is Abu... Ibn al Hasyain, Ibn Abada Allah, Ibn Sanya. Ooh. In short, this being's Arabic name is Ibn Sina. Ooh, like Captain Sina. Or Zina, the warrior princess. No, no, no. no this, this is. There's no warrior princess. Yeah, so I have no idea why they spelt even Sina's name as Avicina for, you know, the Latinized version. But they did. In the 980 current era, Avicina was born in a place called Bakaru in Iran. Now called Uzbekistan, Iran. Oh, he Britannica named Avicenna as the most influential medieval philosophical scientific sapien of the Homo of the Islamic world. Oh, he was also called a physician. It's claimed that uh, he had made many advances in the Aristotle. Philosophy into medicine. Since we covered the one eye guy, Al Hazin, who proved how flames aren't magically out of your eyes, and he did that with the hole in the wall. 
Ooh. That would be nice though if you had like flames in your eyes, you could shoot people with them. Yeah, like like in the comic book. Yeah. Yeah, and you wouldn't need a spoon. No, no, no spoon. I don't know what you do with this spoon, but uh, yeah, Al Hazin is also credited for these sums equations. You know, he utilized algebra to help understand geometry. And then we also covered Amar, who helped with cataract surgery and developed, you know, the right type of a spoon-shaped tool for sucking out the cataracts. Then we have Al Zahari, who you forgot to come and listen to, who uh, invented the 200 surgical tools, used cat gut for suturing blood vessels, he used cauterization for neurological situations like a facial palsy. I am really curious to see how Avicenna is so much more spectacular compared to these other sapiens of the homo. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh yeah, Void said he's uh, bouncing around his blubbery butt. Said he needed to bounce around on his blubbery butt. Why is his butt so blubbery? Oh, you should ask him that. He may not want to answer, though. It might be gross. Oh, definitely. It smells sometimes. You could smell it from five feet away sometimes. Good thing I'm six feet away all the time. Yeah, good thing. Keep your distance. You need to keep social distance before Corona with a void. He may suck you into his void. That's a gross. Yeah. Let me try calling Void back again. Third time's the charm, they say. Let me see here. Hello, Void. Hi, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're responsible for getting me up at this hour and not answering the phone calls. I know. Sorry, I missed you. Yeah. Uh-huh. You sorry. Let me... Is John Papito here? Yes. He is on the conference oh. call. Right. Void. Hi. Void. Sorry I was late because I was working out and also they changed the time of when I'm going on the Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Oh. Don't talk about the Zoom. Zoom, 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 Zoom. Back to topic. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of those dings I can take. Who's creating those dings? I wonder who, Void. What? Yeah. You a bud. I think uh, three dings and you're out. I will cut you off. So, Avicenna had the buddy, who's also called the pupil by Britannica, named Al Jujjani. Caitlyn Jenner. It's all right. Who She's had a hottie. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, give me some of Kate and Jenna. 
anything to prolong your shitty TV show. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would have smashed that ugly motherfucker if I saw him. Uh, they scare me like a spider. Anyways, this Jazz Jenny, Juice Jenny, kept records on mentioning Avicenna. In these records, it's relayed Avicenna memorized the entire Koran by the age of ten, Earth revolutions around the thing they call the sun. Oh, that's a very smart ten-year-old. Uh, oh, that ten-year-old had nothing else to do, and his parents held them down and made them read it like evil yeah. people. Yeah, you don't have to be smart to memorize something. Hmm. So, Avicenna later in life ended up having a tutor, and this tutor was named Natalie. Whoa. Pretty name there. Yeah, oh yeah, oh. Do you think uh, she might have encouraged him with her assets? I don't know. Uh, but don't Yeah, whoa. Yeah, so Natalie is said to have taught Avicenna elementary logic until he passed her in logic with flying colors. Where oh. he'd end up studying many more authors of the Hellenistic era on his own. Thank you very much, Natalie, but I am a better than your cheap fuzzy wuzzy floozy boozy koozy. Yeah. So, after that, it said that by the age of 16, Avicenna graduated to medicine, and he ended up calling it the easiest discipline to master. Huh. How, how advanced was it back then? You know, they used pliers and hammers. Yeah, something now, like that. Thank you very much, Avicenna. I wonder where all your books are, because, uh... The modern world of medicine could use your help in mastering medicine. Yeah, it didn't indicate any age for when this uh, life-turning event happened when he mastered medicine. But I assume it was in his teens because he sounded pretty pompous and a lot of teenagers are pompous. Yeah, and then by the time... He uh, somehow mastered medicine. The one called the Sultan, also named Bakara, became very sick. So sick that the court physicians at the time have uh, no idea how to uh, fix this illness. They were baffled. And then Avicenna's moment to shine came to his uh, flourishing. Yeah. Avicenna was called to Bakara's bedside. Where Avicenna oh. decided to place his meninges on Abakara's face, and that cured him. That sounds like a teabagging. Yes, yes. The the salty smell of the bags on your meninges might have woken them up like smelling salts. Thus, ammonium nitrate was born. No. They didn't say that. I made that up, you guys. You make stuff up, and it's not a right. It's not a right at all. Yeah, he he just he, he didn't specify, so I decided to make something up. People come to you for information, and you tell them a fake news. Well, I told them I lied, so that's good, right? 
Yeah, that's true. Not everybody who claims a fake news can admit that they lie. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just watch Tucker Carlson. Well, he's a liar all the time. Yeah. I think they filmed him when he's a lion or down because he doesn't say anything when he's not a lion. Yeah. He's lying in the tanning, tanning bed. <laughs> he's a gross human being. Yeah. Did you hear that someone wants to have him run for president next time? Well, someone yeah, wanted... The... Go ahead. What? Oh, John Papinito was saying something. I started. No, Roy was saying something. And then I start saying something. And then I go up and he'll say something. And I stop saying something. Yeah, so I said, go ahead. Oh, I stopped. It's okay. I forgot. Oh. Well, I was going to say, you know, there are people who want Kanye West to run for president. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a people that believe, you know, that uh, Kanye West is a president. Oh, my God. These sapiens of the homo have gone the bonkers. They haven't had enough of their entertainers becoming their leaders. Oh, no, they did that to Ronald Reagan, and then they keep doing it. Ronald Reagan, he was just an actor. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Welcome to the GOP. Yeah. Mitch McConnell even said, we have to do a better job recruiting educated people. It's because they don't have very many educated people in the GOP. Mitch McConnell and his cohort only placate to the stupid. Or the greedy. You're crazy stupid. <laughs> Anywho. After this spectacular feat, Avicenna was uh, given a full access to the Royal Salmonid Library. This was essentially, essentially one of the closest things to the Library of Alexandria, even though the Romans, Christians, and Muslims graciously burnt that shit down, in the, by the age of 21, Avicenna is said to have uh, put his own perceptions into documents of his own composition, where 240 books are said to have been authored by Avicenna. The subjects which Avicenna wrote about are mathematics, geometry, even though that's a type of mathematics. Then we have astronomy, Physics, music, philosophy, poetry, and most importantly, metaphysics. Whoa. I think that's probably the most uh, most important because of what we interact with all day. I was, uh, I was being satirical. Oh, really? Yeah. Metaphysics. You know, the su supernatural. Oh, oh, I thought you meant real physics. Oh, no. no. he was Metaphysics yeah. is the branch of philosophy that examines the fundamental nature of reality, including the relationship between mind and matter, between substance and attribute, and between potential and actuality. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, now I can tell that the Britannica is a very Eurocentric because the introduction of Aristotle's work was the introduction said by Britannica to be the intellectual logic that was brought into the Muslim society. And there was no others that could have, could have brought their own intelligence about. That sounded typically subjective to me. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to have the quoted, portion, the quoted portion which relayed that kind of uh, notion to me when I was reading this article from Britannica. Avicenna did not burst upon an empty Islamic intellectual stage. It is believed that the Muslim writer Ibn al-Mukhafa or possibly his son had introduced Aristotelian logic to the Islamic world more than two centuries before Avicenna, Britannica. Yeah. And uh, first of all, Abu Ibn al-Hasavin, you know what really grinds my gears, John Paul? Oh. What really grinds your gears? This is metaphysics stuff. Because a lot of people... It has to do with, uh, you know, the idea of consciousness molding into reality with relationship to a physical actual attributes. Meanwhile, a lot of the damn stuff in metaphysics is hooey. Is a hooey? Yeah, talking about the soul. You know, magical beings, you know, supernatural. And you, you know, what? everybody likes a Marvel comics. I don't. Don't tell that to the Chinese. I don't talk to Chinese. That's a good. Because I don't know how to speak a Mandarin. I don't know how to speak it to oranges either. Back to topic. First of all, Abu Ibn al-Hussein, Ibn Abdu'Allah, Ibn Sani, doesn't even have a shortened Muslim name used for many of these texts from these foolish sapiens of the homo who hailed from European culture. But they touted Aristotle all along the place, saying that he is the greatest one who brought intelli intelligence to the Muslim world. Meh. I am not discrediting Aristotle for representing logic or, you know, going into an organized fashion with his syllogism all over the place. And I'm just saying that it's kind of patronizing to uh, pretend like because it wasn't until this time where Aristotle's works made it into the Muslim world that there is no intelligence going into the Muslim world. Now I'm done picking the panties from my inferior gluteal cheeks. I'll go back to topic. <laughs> back to topic. Back to topic. Back to topic. One called Al-Kindi, who is considered the first peripatetic of the Muslim world, along with Al-Farabi, who was uh, considered a polymath, helped influence Avicenna, 
by learning the most important book of them all, Aristotle's metaphysical book. Concluding, in this preposterous paragraph, is the claim that Avicenna is the greatest of all Muslims to understand and build upon Aristotle's work. Even though this story does not include much strife so far in Avicenna's life, we shall talk about the issues this sapien of a homo ended up having, because during his lifetime, there are many political ape-man poop-flinging contests where people didn't care to come to an understanding and work with each other so they had civil war with their primal dogmas. Mm. So, Avicenna became a refugee with the one human named Allah al-Dallah in a place called Efen, wait, Esfahan, I guess. This moment of refugee was considered more than just a refugee by Britannica. It's considered the Halicon days of Abyssinia's life. Do you know what Halicon is? No, what's that? It is something interesting. That's all I can say, because I don't know. <laughs> you ask us what it is, you say, you know. Halicon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, where was I in this thing? Helica, okay. This climate was so salubrious that Avicenna is said to have been able to speak his mind once a week on Fridays without any fear or repercussion from a poop flingers. So, at this salubrious moment of Avicenna's life, there are three books written and hailed by Britannica. One was originally named Kitab al-Shifa, which is Book of the Cure. Yeah, this is also considered a book with extensive knowledge on science and philosophy in the form of an encyclopedia, which would explain exactly why the Encyclopedia of Britannica loves this book very much. Does it make a sense? Well, it's a bit by Britannica, it's a Britannica, or it make a sense. Yeah, yeah, it's a banana hammock, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so comfy. You should get a banana hammock, avoid. Yeah, I, I, actually, I got one for him for Christmas this year. Well, that's so nice. It's not Christmas yet, so you spoil his gift. That's another nice. Well, that's okay. He told me my gift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did he get you a meninges fracture? Yeah. He got me big one. Like two scoops nice. in one. You know those back scratchers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just got me one of those with like two scratching pieces on it. So I can scratch my meninges. That's a nice, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was very thoughtful of you, Void. So, the two other books mentioned were Danish Nama Iala, which is Book of Knowledge. It is. Oh, that's a good book. Oh, yeah. It's got to be a good book if it's Book of Knowledge. Yes, hopefully it's very knowledgeable. 
Well, yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if it was called the Book of Knowledge and you open it up and all the pages were blank? That's because it's a no knowledge. I see a book like this. It says a life or sex after 40. And you open it up and there's a no pages. With writing on them. What? I don't know. I think it was a joke. Are you saying that after I become 40, I should just kill myself because there's no more sex? Precisely. Okay. Good Not idea. So old, and nobody wants old people around anyway. So uh, I got the perfect plans for my 40th birthday. I will have a Zoom meeting with me on a chair in the news. Happy birthday to... Oh, is it okay? Yeah. I want to make it. Yeah, I have figured that busy. much. What? He'll be a busy. Who? You? Not Papa Lito. He'll be a busy. Yeah, yeah. Busy picking his nose. Eating balls of cheese. Nobody else is going to do a four jump, Papa Lito. Yeah, you got that one right. He's a back of the topic time. Your mama back to topic. We got to be on topic because a void got to go. Yeah, void ain't doing shit. Kitab, oh man, yeah, what? Fine. Yeah. Fine. Oh. The third. Okie dokie. So, the third book. Are you okay? I dropped something. Oh, it hurts. I'm okay. You keep it going. What are you doing? Are you driving I'm around right. with your phone hanging out the window? Of course. Of course. Sounds terrible. The third book mentioned is Kitab al-Najjar. It's a book of salvation. And he also compiled new and more accurate astronomical tables. Then, there was another book that was mentioned in this article. It's called Al-Kanun Fi Al-Tib, which translates to the Canon of Medicine. Which I think is a, one of the most influential in the medical world. Though not so much about the encyclopedia book that Britannica hailed. This book is said to be among the most famous in medicine. Because uh, it uh, really had the really good stuff in there, yeah. This time wasn't all sunshine and nipples with uh, fuzzy pussy cakes and uh, beautiful titties. No, 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 no. I love that. Want to know what happened? What? While with the one all-dollar, Avicina fell ill with colic. And since Avicina was a master of medicine, as we know, we found the cure for his colic administered by himself. Avicina heroically gave himself a total of a celery seed eight times a day and 
the transmission of enemas. So that's what you do if you have colic. You, you give yourself eight enemas of celery seed in one day. Oh, wow. That is, uh, where do they put it on? They've gone in the woods and shit on the floor. I don't know. They didn't talk about what happened after they, you know, gave them the animals. Uh, what would this uh, help prevent or help uh, alleviate? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the only thing I could think of it helping is uh, you if you were backed up. Mm-hmm. I didn't bother looking into that because I, um, I have a feeling that there could have been another way you could have gone about it. Well, you know, cholera is a bacterial infection that is a, is a limiting diarrhea. The real cure is just to keep yourself hydrated and eventually you will pass it on your own. So his animals probably didn't actually help. No. They actually have these things you mark the hydrated. They have these things called a cholera cots. It needs a cot with a hole where your butt goes, and that way you can just lay there all day having a diarrhea. Is cholera the same thing as colic? No, it's a different. Yeah, because I'm talking about colic. Oh, cholera. No. Colic is what the babies have. Only babies get a colicky. Well, he had colic, according to Britannica. Big baby. Yeah, he might have been a big baby. It's also noted that there were five other ingredients claimed to be imperative in treating this colic rather than the prescribed two. Now I'm thinking who prescribed this treatment. Maybe Avicina had a doctor that prescribed the treatment and said there's two active ingredients here in this celery seed enema you're going to have to do. But Avicina being the master of everything added more. Because you know how some doctors are like that. But I don't have any idea. They didn't specify who prescribed it and who changed it up. All I know is Avicina did it himself. So perhaps he's the one who added the additional three to the concoction that didn't work. So, unfortunately for Avicina, the treatment did one thing that was not intended at all. It caused ulcerations inside of his intestines. Good for you, master of medicine. At this moment... Yeah. Huh? Yeah, gross. Yeah. At this moment, he was uh, treated for his ulcers with mithridate, which is a mild opium remedy which originates from the mithridates, the sixth emperor and he was you know the king of pontus from 120 to 63 bce and after this treatment a slave apparently did not care for avicina he uh, surreptitiously added a surfeit of opium to his treatment so Avicina eventually got him more awakened. And this great and powerful Avicina, who, even though weak, decided to go traveling. Which that prob was a, probably not a good uh, idea. 
Yeah, they probably had the bumpy roads and horses and stuff like that. Because when he went with Hala al Dala to go to uh, Hamadan, Avicenna ended up dying with the ulceration of an intestines. Ooh, and he was a master of medicine. That's not a very good sign. He died in the month of Ramadan. Ramadan? Oh, month. Oh, probably because he wasn't eating either. He, he died because he mastered the medicine, right? He's a master of a medicine. He's a yeah. so easy to learn, but he didn't write any books. He write 240 books. We don't have them, do we? We have several of them. But, I mean, he died at the 57. He wasn't very old. Back then, that's probably pretty old. No, there was uh, several guys. Actually, the three previous people we studied were older than him when they died. One in their 60s, the other one 77. I think the other one, there wasn't a good timeline for his life. But even then, there was other people. I think it was Galen who lived to be in his 80s. But this guy also was had a bad deal and dealt with the disease in a bad way, and it didn't help him. Yeah, Galen, when he was in his childhood, have had uh, what some <coughs> ah, well, oh, grainy coffee and throat. Okay. But I mean, Galen, when he was younger, he is considered to have had. A knee, wait, amoebic dysentery from drinking oh, pond water. Oh, oh, like working trail, yuck. Sound like fun. So, a list of accomplishments. Besides from the several books already mentioned in the narrative of Avicenna's life, I think it's best to go ahead to give some more accomplishments in the list, considering... Okay, I have, I have to get going. I have to step out. I've already stayed too late. I'm very sorry. Well, bye-bye. Bye, you bounce bye. around. Have a good time. Will do. Well, it's just me and you, John Papanito. John Papanito, he watching you carefully, Gork. Oh, I'm watching you too, John Papanito. Good. Yeah. When I was last there, I put a couple of cameras in the corners of your rooms. You like to watch me do what I'm doing now, don't you? Oh, yes. I'm watching you putting a cheese balls in your mouth. I eat all the cheese balls. Yeah, not all of them. There's no more. The Asians came to eat some of them. Yes, I ate all the cheese balls that the Asian invasion left behind. Oh. The yellow hordes? Was that good? told you that a racist comment. Well, I mean, we were saying the Asian invasion. I mean, I mean, you you can't say yellow hordes now? It doesn't matter. You can't say anything anymore. You say something, it's going to offend somebody, which means you're a terrible person for possibly offending somebody. So you should just not say anything anymore. Okay, so... It's not your fault. It's all the millennials' faults. Yeah, even though I'm considered a millennial. 
So the next moments are gonna be completely silent to appeal to millennials. We better cancel that. Yeah, yeah, that might actually be too offensive. It's too silent. It would be very sad. Might, millennials. Yeah, it might be slightly too aggressive, you know. Too much silence. Oh, so Did good. that offend anybody? Jump up and need all. He want to know. Did that offend anybody? Yeah, you Is could anybody just... anybody offended because we was a silent? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't speak up. You can... You keep it to yourself because we don't really care if you're offended for silent. You can message us on, uh, you know, on social media. We have uh, links in the description below so you can contact us whenever you have any problems. And then we can tell you we don't care about your problems. Yeah, and then we can go back to topic, because uh, that is more important than your feeble problems. Back to topic. Yeah, yeah. Before I go deeper into the uh, other accomplishments, I will go into the opinion of the sapien of the homo named Edwin G. Brown. This oh, Edwin G. Brown, yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. This dude claimed that Avicina was a better philosopher than a physician, while Raziz was a better physician than philosopher. I have no opinion on the matter because I have not taken the time to, you know, come up with a test to see which one was better at anything, because I did not read their books. That's a too bad. Well, there was a lot of books to be reading if I read their books. Oh yeah, then you'd be an expert. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I tried to do that with uh, Plato, and that got boring. Then I tried to do that with uh, Aristotle, and then that got even worse. Yeah. And who wants to be, you know, uh, who wants to be a master of that? Yeah. In the book Kitab al-Shifa, it's believed that Avicenna truly attempted to unify the Islamic world with uh, the belief on intelligence. The Muslim world at the time is conveyed to have had the belief that there were ten different types of intelligences, intelligences of reality. For example, one called active intelligence is something conveyed by the divine light, which is communicated in the Quran. So, it seems as though Avicenna was uh, not satisfied by this direct interpretation of reality in this book called the Quran. So, he did a little breakdown. The physics section indicated that there are eight principal sciences. These principal sciences are the science of general principles, Celestial and terrestrial bodies, primary elements, meteorology, mineralogy, botany, zoology, and uh, psychology, which at the time psychology translated to the study of the soul. Then there are uh, subordinate sciences in the order of most to least important in terms of Avicenna's perception. These are medicine, astrology, physiognomy, interpretation of psychology in relation to physical structure, which includes the following 
in subcategories such as what the fuck is that term? I don't know, I can't see it. On neuromancy, the art of dream. Necromancy? Necromancy, the art of controlling the dead? No, no, maybe I mistyped that one out when I was typing it. Let me see here. God damn it. John Papanito, he think are you trying to control the dead? Told us not to do that. Said no. Okay. So I tried to play it on the computer, but since I had the microphone plugged in, it went retarded. You still there? Hello? Uh, John Papanito, he's here. Are you still there, Void? Oh no, Void left. Here's a Void where a Void was. Are you recording the book? Yeah, this is a... Oh, C-H-I. Fuck those people. Oniromancy. Oniromancy? Necromancy. I'm still sticking with a necromancy. You want to control the dead. That's gonna upset those millennials. Well, let them be upset. They'll calm down. You think? Well, if they don't calm down, they'll they'll warp their brain so much they have panic attacks all the time. Then they have to be to give up on stupid stuff. Sometimes, sometimes not. They are the type to keep keep driving home at something that doesn't really matter. Yeah. So. One neuromancy, blah blah blah. One of no, uni no Nancy is uh, the art of. Man, did you listen to that song before you started talking? No. You sure? You blue? Oh man, I'm not from a blue world. No. No. You're not an avatar? No. Avatar is a fake movie. It's not real. You know this. Yeah. The only real movie out there is a Matrix. Stupid humans. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but okay. Then we have talismans, which are magical objects, objects that apply celestial powers to particular worldly objects. Oh yeah, John Papanito, he have a few of these talismans. That's how he makes the women fall in love with him. Okie dokie. So John Papanito. <laughs> yeah, go on. Do you uh, wear your talismans on your meninges? Oh, where else would you wear them, I go I don't know. When the girls are see the maninji with a talisman, they come a running. Oh, do they uh do your talisman swing back and forth to hypnotize them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My talisman shake bring all the girls to the yard. Oh, damn right, it's better than yours. Then we have something called thergy, which is uh the secret of prodigies, where com- oh. which is uh. 
where the combining of terrestrial forces make astounding effects and effects. Effects. Offects. Offects. Man, it sounds like magnetism or something. Ethos. Orthos. Gorkos? Gorkos! Yeah. I see. Yeah, you're probably silly because you're playing with your talisman. When John Papa Nito don't fall in love with the talisman, the women fall in love with the talisman. Well, that's good, because it'll be kind of hard for you. Yeah. In more than one way. John Papa Nito don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's also a thing called alchemy, where Avicenna rejected the common notion held by certain people, where they thought that you could uh, transmutate certain common metals like lead and mercury and change them into like gold or silver. Yeah, we all know now that the alchemy is a full of shit. Well, there are some things in alchemy that work. There was this one, this one professor who actually started to do some of these things that actually worked. Professor Farnsworth? No. No, you and I both know that's a fake sapien of the homo. Yeah, but since we're not covering that, I don't care to cover it because we're going to finish this sapien of the homo's life. Okay. So, Avicenna broke mathematics itself into four different principal sciences of their own. These four principles are the numbers and arithmetic, geometry and geography, along with astronomy and music. That's kind of weird. It seems like an arbitrary categorization there. Because you have more than just arithmetic with using numbers. And geometry is kind of like the application of arithmetic. Geography has absolutely nothing to do with geometry besides maybe if you wanted to break down the different geographic structures. I don't know how music fits in there. Maybe if you're doing math, you don't know either. You can lack many different things. You don't have to only be doing one thing. No, I'm saying what? 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 How does that fit into me questioning these uh, categories for mathematics by Avicenna? Jump up a little. He don't know what you are talking about. Are you doing a void? No. You sure? Because you weren't talking about anything I was talking about. I don't talk about anything that you're talking about anyway. Oh, okay. Back to topic. Logic, much like Aristotle, had been held by Avicenna as to be the most imperative thing for understanding reality and was the foundation for philosophy itself. Unlike the peripatetic dogma held by Avicenna's predecessors, such as Al-Farabi and Al-Kindi, of the Baghdad school, Avicenna... The Baghdad school? Oh! Yeah. What the fuck are those guys? Yeah, they have a... They're the daddies of bags. The main Daddy, daddies. Yeah. 
they'll be like Meninji Gork School. It's the same thing as Baghdad School. Gork School. Yeah. Avicenna was more aligned dogmatically with the Plutonic and Stoic philosophy. That's nice. That's nice. But even though it's claimed that he was independently minded, and no one, you know, even though I think no one's truly independent in any which way, especially if you build your philosophy upon Stoicism and Plutonic philosophy. Hello? John Pablo, he just got an Asian invasion begin. What's going on? I don't know. Are you getting bombed? No. Thank goodness. No fly-by fartings? No, but she's making a lot of noise. What's she doing making the noise? I don't know. She does this thing. She gets a board, and then she goes and does something strange for like 10 minutes. She makes a bunch of noise and gets mad when she can't do it, even when it's not an important thing to go do. Oh, she's giving me that finger. She's talking back. I know. You don't talk back to me. So, John Papanino, I don't appreciate you touching him there. That's easy, Meninchis. Oh. Do you want me to let you go? No, she was just being a mean. Oh. He's not important. Anyway, back to the topic. So, yeah. Agent, stop it. Can we go back to the topic there? John Papanino. I can't control this thing. I'm doing whatever it wants. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's what happens when you be playing with talismans, John Papanito. Oh, Jesus. These are talismans are too powerful for John Papanito. <laughs> Maybe I should, like, you know, be the less powerful talisman. Yeah. Maybe just breaking in half. Yeah. Yeah. How... Oh, you're still making noises. I don't have to make a noise. Are you making noise? Okay. So, back to the part where I was talking about independently minded, how nobody's truly independent, even if they're not relying on, you know, Plato or Stoic philosophy or Aristotle's philosophy, because even if someone never read anybody's book and started to form their own philosophy on life, they're still dependent upon all the aspects of reality which formed their experiences. Oh, jump up in the door. He knows what we're talking about. And then for medicine, which is probably the only reason why I even talked about this saping of the homo. In regards to medicine, it's communicated that the organization and clarity of Avicenna is more desired than anything else from Avicenna. You know. They don't care about his celery seed enemas, which failed him. Celery seed? What is a celery seed anyway? How do you even tell if you got a seed from a celery? I don't know. I've never want a celery seed hunting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's a like banana seed. It's a really small, hot seed. But I've actually seen banana seeds. You can see them when you eat the banana. Oh, sometimes, yeah. Some, some, some bananas even have a big seed. Oh, yeah. Big, a visible. Carrot seed. How's that? I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, don't eat the carrot seeds. You'll uh, die. I'm not the farmer. 
That's interesting. Good point. I think, you know, like potato seeds, you know, you don't have those that often. You just cut the potato off. It's still one seed. Potatoes are one bigger seed. Yeah. What you said. So, where all the other information from Raziz was desired in all other aspects, they just used Avicenna for his uh, organization skills in his documentation of diseases. That's not nice. They should use him for, you know, better things than that. Uh, that was probably the, the one thing in medicine he was best at. Yeah, many European medical schools use Avicenna's work up until the 20th century. Especially the book called the Canon Book of Avicenna, or of Medicine. Oh, the Canon? You're making lots of noise. It's annoying, yeah. It's a very on. annoying. You, you, you can keep us talking if you want. No, I can, I can, I can just talk to the listeners and I'll leave you alone. It's a, it's a not to jump up and you don't make a noise. It's a somebody else. Can you go into a closet? Jump up and you're not in the closet. No, I'm asking you if you can go. Why, why are you getting upset with me? George claimed to jump up and Nito is in the closet. Oh, okay. Why, why are you afraid of being in the closet? Don't talk to me about the closets. Okay. So, this canon book of medicine from Avicenna was divided into five books. The first book had four treatises. The first book examines the four elements, which are water, air, earth, and fire, with an application. powers combined. We are Captain Book and Void. Yeah, whoa. Which elements do you have? Talisman. Back to topic. With an application of this, the most correct thing ever in medical history, <laughs> like the four elements, we have the four humors, which is what led Avicenna to do the four elements. So along with these four elements, the first treatise of the first book included anatomy. Then the second treatise in the first book examined the etiology, which is a cause of diseases and the symptoms of such. The third treatise covered hygiene, sickness, health, and the inevitability of health. In the fourth treatise of the first book used nosology, which is the classification of diseases, which had an overview of dietary treatments and regimens used to treat these diseases. Then we have the second book, which covers the general practicing of medicine, or in other words, Materia Medica. The third book goes over diseases from head to toe, then classifies these diseases as such. Then the fourth book, goes over diseases that aren't specific to organs, which would be more like pathology, you know, infectious diseases. Then we have the fifth book, which goes over the compounding of drugs, such as theriax, methodates, electrureries, and cathartics. It's also noted that both books in two, no, that the both books two and five cover around 760 drugs. Both. There's a lot of drugs. How yeah. many drugs did you try? Oh, I didn't try any of them. I haven't even read the book. But, so how do you know it's all in there? And then not to making it up. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just relaying what Britannica said. Just covering the my bases. 
Okay. Yeah, and uh, these inside of the 760 drugs, they had both sample and compounds, which means they mixed a bunch of different shit together, which is a building upon Galen's extensive work on drugs. Apparently, Galen had the most extensive work on drugs in his lifetime compared to anyone else known. And also, his book on making drugs was way larger than a lot of his other books. Then we have something more important about Avicenna, such as spinal deformities. He applied the same method, method Hippocrates is said to apply, which is the reduction method. This consists of applying pressure and making little things, such as uh, casts, to help straighten out exaggerated curvatures like kyphosis, or, you know, lateral wavies in the spine like scoliosis. And Britannica indicated that there was no such record of the use of this technique following Avicenna until the French surgeon sapien of the homo, Jean-Francois Jean -Francois Calot, of the year 1896. And uh, then we have wine being used for wound dressing by Avicenna, which was widely accepted rather than the pressure that was added for spinal deformities. Then we have one disease specified by Avicenna, which is called the Persian fire, also known as anthrax. It was correlated with the sweet taste of urine, John Papanito, like diabetes. John Papanito don't know about you, but he had never tried urine. That's gross. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I want to taste that. Hello? Very good. Yes? Tell Papa Nino, oh, he's here. You ringing me? You Did you no, ring me? No, I'm not you. I'm not ringing you. Oh, okay. Then we have another disease called the guinea worm described by Avicenna. Have you heard of the guinea worm? John Papa Nino, he heard of the guinea worm. Yes. He's a worm, he lives under the skin, he's a parasite, and he's a worm, he's a, he like grows under the skin, and the people in like India, in this part of the world, they have to get it, and they take a stick, and they wrap the stick around the worm, and they slowly pull it out, because if you break, you kill the worm, and then they get infection and die. Yeah, it's also found in Asia, and then Africa along with the West Indies in South America. And I guess it can grow up to 20 to 48 inches long. And it's said to be... It's mostly a cultural disease because they get it from a laundry. They go into the rivers and they do their laundry. Oh, well, let me double check because I thought I saw this life cycle of the guinea worm on Britannica. Now, I know this may sound a little different than just a split second ago. We've been having some issues here with the recording equipment and such. Yeah. Yeah, I know this uh, may be an interlude from, uh, you know, just talking. But, uh, yeah. So, the guinea worm. Yeah. That some people actually get it from drinking from water. And then it infects their intestines. And then it burrows their way from their intestines, through the connective tissue in their organs, and then all the way up to their skin. Yeah. 
after that guinea worm makes it to the skin, it forms a blister. And I guess that blister can pop to release millions of larvae. Yeah. It's a scary guinea disease. Yeah, a very gross disease. Yeah. So, in conclusion, we have the legacy, which is most of what is known in regards to Avicenna's personal life comes from that dude I mentioned at the beginning, Al Juzani, Al Juzjani, Caitlyn Jenner. Just like several. Uh, Jenner. It's a Bruce. He's another Caitlyn. Oh, you're dead naming now. Oh, you're being. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Now below blow's gonna get you. Yeah, just like several other people in history. Some would vilify and some would glorify Avicenna. And it's also claimed that Avicenna liked to promiscuous sex, strong drink, and lively music. Well, it sounds like this guy knows how to live a life. Yeah, I don't know who doesn't like those things. I know who doesn't. People who believe in a Jesus. Well, I believe some people who believe in Jesus like that stuff too. Then they believe in a sin. Oh, sinners. Well, everybody sins, right? You know, according to their book. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be alive to be a sinner. That's how it is. I'm not a religion. If I picked my nose and wiped it on my asshole, I'm a sinner. As long as you didn't do it with impure thoughts, you might be okay. How can you have pure thoughts when you're doing that? Don't ask me. Well, okay. And Avicenna is said to have used Raziz's work to build off of, even though Avicenna is actually known for commenting on Raziz, saying that this sapien of Homo would have been better off if he just stuck to testing stools in urine. That's very nice. Once the Renaissance came around in the 17th century current era, Avicenna's works were increasingly criticized, although they were still used for their organization properties and methodology for classifying diseases and such to help younger students as they begin to form their understanding of the principles of science. So, he was so well known that he had a tomb in the place called Hannibal. And it, even though it fell into disrepair in the 20th century, it was refurbished into a mausoleum where many pilgrims even today come and visit, which also included a library within the mausoleum to have 8,000 different works available inside. Or isn't that the fancy smanchy? That's a lot of work. Yeah, like this a podcast. So that's what I have for the one named Avazina. Let me see what we have for next week. We do Avicenna, he writes the canon. He talks about the vision of the eye and the canon of medicine. So medicine super easy peasy lap and squeezy. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to get because I tried to get into uh oh Al Zahari's book on, on, you know, his 30th chapter, which include nerve situations, 
but I couldn't find anywhere where that book was free, so I didn't need to bother getting it. And I think it was still in Arabic, so I need to learn that language first. Okay, so next week's topic is not going to be very good, because you didn't learn Arabic yet. Well, I might try to see if there's an English version of this uh, Canon of Medicine by Avicenna. If not, we might see about Abu Ru. Yeah, Abu Ru, he, uh, he does some shit there with uh, eye operations. What do you think? It sounds like wood. Other than that, we could have done Louis the... What's this? Louis the Ninth, who founds the hospital for the blind, but I think I could do the eye disease thing first. John Papa Leo agree. Okay, until next week, we leave in peace. Bye. Bye.
dogs of hounds Getting ready for hibernation Coming down. 